Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. They think they've got me on the run, but the truth is I'm sneaking up behind them. It's high noon for Saturday, October 31st, 2020. Happy Halloween. You can't trick or treat. You definitely can't go to a party. So I have been uh, now banned from Instagram. Not my podcast page. My podcast page is still there. Follow that at I'm Your Moderator. Uh, I'm also on Parler and Cloud Hub at I'm Your Moderator. And same thing with Rumble, which is a video platform, uh, conservative run and owned. So there will not be the same restrictions on speech as YouTube there. And if for some reason the podcast disappears as well, I'll just begin putting it on there. So keep that in mind if all of a sudden I am just totally erased from the internet. Um, So last night about 6 p.m. or so, my account and apparently about 100,000 other accounts were just systematically deleted from Instagram. They were disabled. So my profile is still sort of there, but none of my posts are there and I can't log into it. So this, I imagine, will be a temporary thing and I am going to obviously, of course, fight this in every way I can. And part of that, I hope, will be people who listen to this show, people who are my friends, people who respect what I'm doing, or even people who respect uh, alternate points of view will stand up and speak out about this. You know, I went, uh, I told people who I thought I was very close to about this and other of my friends have had conversations with, with similar people and their response has been, well, he shouldn't have been uh, spreading disinformation. Now, that claim is unbelievable because if you've listened to 
uh, any of the essay episodes, if you listen to Revisionist History or Apocalypse Now or Controlled Demolition, you can see quite clearly that I am sourcing all of that stuff in open sources in the mainstream media. I am talking about their own reporting and how it does not reflect reality. The disinformation is coming from the mainstream media. It is coming from big tech. It is coming from the old guard. And it is definitely coming from the Democrat Party. There is nothing about what I say that is dangerous or unsupportable. I can back up all of the stuff that I say with reason, with evidence, with articles, because I know liberals love articles. And I realized uh, a couple days ago, I think, um, I, I had this in my notes and I forgot to say it, but I think what these people are doing is, I'm trying to figure out the right word for it. It might be, it might be trans-intelligent. These liberals, these media members, the celebrities, the uh, fake intelligentsia, these people are identifying as intelligent and informed and socially conscious. That's it. They just identify that way. They call themselves activists online. But don't question them about anything because they sure can't back it up. You know, it's funny. I listened to uh, the Braver Angels podcast, John Wood Jr.'s podcast that I was talking about. That is now up. They did air the whole episode. It's funny because when I was in the studio recording it, I felt like I had to be extra careful to allow them to speak and not try to, you know, I didn't want to come off as like an aggressive sort of Trump supporter because the last thing I wanted to do was reinforce anyone's impressions who, you know, maybe on the left or the center left who listens to the show and listening to it, I was like, Jesus, this thing is, you know, 65 minutes long, 63 minutes long, something like that. And I probably talked for 15 of those minutes and the liberal, the producer guy on the other side of the table sounds sounded to me in the interview. And this is why I just let him keep going, but especially sounded yesterday like a paranoid lunatic. He thinks that it is his, uh, that, that Trump has to lose so his mom can be healthy again because this political environment and watching the news is unhealthy for her. And he disowned his father and he disowned his best friend and he's concerned that the solution to all this is getting Trump out of there and that it's not that he is deranged and that his mother, unfortunately, sounds mentally ill. You can turn the news off. It's strange that people don't know that. But yeah, so I was completely deleted and uh, I my plan is multi-pronged, obviously. Um, I have some friends with connections at Instagram. I myself have some. Uh, I'm going to exercise those 
options. I am going to try to get people with big followings to post about this. But mainly I just want everyone to know and to really think about what this is in a way that my former friends do not. Okay. Because the fact that their response in this situation is not to defend me, even on just the basis of free speech. Fine. Say you disagree with me if you want. But to pretend that the stuff I'm doing is wrong and irresponsible or dangerous or disinformation, that's dishonest and it's ignorant and it is dystopian and it is oppression. They are silencing a viewpoint that is not theirs. In Joe Biden's future, there will be one thought that you're allowed to have. We're pushing that way faster and faster every day. Thank goodness Donald Trump is going to stop this shit. But that's the direction we're headed and everyone can see it. And these people welcome it because they just so happen to agree with the viewpoint. That is sick. The fact that they know so little about history and that they have so little perspective that they cannot see that this is what happens in authoritarian regimes dead set on wiping people out. I don't mean to sound extreme, but this is what's going on. Read 1984, George Orwell. Every bit of that is happening now in the United States of America. And some of the most well-off, privileged, spoiled, easy living people in the country are encouraging it while also pretending and imagining that they stand up for the little people. They don't. They stand up for themselves and the sanctity of their very important careers. And by very important, I mean really not very important. Like if you're on a show on the CW, like congrats, I'm glad that you're working and that you have a career that's wonderful, good for you. But let's not pretend that you're doing society a great favor by entertaining tweens and then telling them how to vote. Our system right now, this, this cultural system, I mean, I'm not talking about the American government. Our cultural system is so royally fucked right now. The idea that the dumbest actors in Hollywood are telling other people how to think but I am silence is unfathomable for a free society. And the fact that these people with their platforms care more about trying to defend a criminal presidential candidate 
than they do about my ability to speak. Now, anyone who knows me well knows that I support my friends pretty much 100%. Especially my friends who have been canceled by mobs, by online mobs. I have defended these people. I have been there for them. And their questions were like, well, what did you post? Well, first of all, it doesn't matter what the fuck I posted, but I didn't post anything particularly controversial yesterday. And it's obviously not about what I posted because there was no warning. There was nothing that was... You know, there was no warning about being taken down. There wasn't any message that one of my posts violated any of their policies. None of that. None of that whatsoever. My account was just zapped, and so were thousands of others. But it's my fault. Because I, I know I shouldn't have been spreading disinformation, except it's not disinformation. You can go back and listen to revisionist history. I recorded it at the end of May about COVID. It still holds up. Five months later, that holds up. If I was just thrashing about, tossing off crazy conspiracy theories left and right, they wouldn't have held up for five months. But they did because I took a holistic approach to the situation and tried to understand all the information I could get my hands on in context of all the other information. And this is what we see happening now. Zuckerberg a few weeks ago said that they were going to limit election-related stuff around and after the election. Now, why would they do that? Because they only want the media narrative to count. Because the truth is, on Tuesday, the sheer size of the Trump voter base that comes out would be undeniable with open social media. The only way that they can trick us is by closing down those channels so that only one point of view gets out there and it is theirs. And they'll do this until then. They're firing off story after story about Trump trying to pretend that he's the corrupt one. And they do not do any stories about Hunter Biden, about Tony Bobolinsky, about Burisma. The funny thing is, if we had a responsible media, I wouldn't be necessary at all because they would be saying the things that I'm saying. They did this to Trump in 2016 about a scandal that did not exist, and they made it 24-hour around-the-clock coverage. 
Now, Joe Biden has a real scandal that really exists with real proof and real financial records, all of which the government has, all of which President Trump knows, and all of which will certainly come out. And they are still trying to suppress it in a last failing attempt to win the election on Tuesday so that after that, there's just one thing. The polls have now flipped in the Trump direction. Even in like the real clear politics averages, you can just see Trump like shooting up and Biden shooting down as if everyone just changed their mind this week. And of course they didn't. They've thought this the entire time. The media used these polls to suppress turnout. And of course, that's not going to work either. The funniest thing about their incompetence is that it all stems from the same place. And it's that none of them ever attempted to understand what people like us actually think. None of them did. The way I became one of these people was by me being one of them and being like, oh, wait, there's something I'm really missing here. And it turned out I was right. There was something that I was really, really missing and have been missing or had been missing for my whole life, my whole adult life, for sure. And it's that disconnection from reality, from human nature, from yourself. Everything is about some material goal that they see in the future. Oh, well, I can't speak out because then I might get my thing taken down. And if I get my thing taken down, then then no one will love me anymore. And I'll never have uh, I'll never get another role as girl number two in the sequel to the Entourage movie in 10 years to figure out how bald Jeremy Piven is. That's the kind of people we're talking about right now. And it's always on the idea that it's not going to come for you, not going to come for them. And it's most hilarious watching, uh, watching white actors do this, white male actors do this. They know full well that they are the first to get axed. It's not a secret in Hollywood. Agents and managers tell their clients all the time, yeah, it's really tough for, uh, for white actors right now. Because, of course, every single production has to have its woke points. But these morons continue to go out there and post their little Joe Biden messages. The world that is coming in a Joe Biden presidency is being shown to us for the last seven months. Societal control. Disinformation by the scientists and the experts and the old guard 
Limits on personal freedom, where you can go and where you can't go. Limits on what you can say and in turn what the population can believe. All of this stuff is happening right now. We are being shown every day what life under Joe Biden would be like. And we just continue to take it. And these people love it. It's like they just want more and more of it so that they can feel their view becoming more and more dominant. So that they can end up getting a role as as Brandon on the next remake of, of 90210. Oh, congratulations. Gosh, what an amazing job you're doing. What a, what a heartfelt moment you communicated with Kelly down at the peach pit. Gosh, that was beautiful. Definitely worth losing your country over. Gotta keep those followers. And you know, it's definitely annoying to feel betrayed by these people. And I certainly do. And I kind of always had a feeling about, you know, certain ones of them. And I should have just trusted that back then. But worse than that, or maybe not worse than that, but equal to that is just their pathetic weakness. Like their total inability to stand up for themselves or anyone else. Why would anyone trust these people? I'll never trust these people again. It's, it's honestly incredible how deranged they are by Trump and by the media. And there's no other way to describe it. It's just a total human failure on their part. The worst thing they can say about me is that they think I'm wrong. And of course, they don't know that because they don't know anything about any of these subjects. Because they seriously do not know how to research. And they make the argument that if the news isn't covering it, then it must not be true. Because if it was true, something this important would surely be covered. Therefore, it's not true. That is the worst detective work of all time. Like, did you murder that person? No. Why not? Well, I'm not the type of person who would murder. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Moving on. It wasn't Jim. Ask Steve. Hey, Steve. Are you a murderer? No, sir. All right. Where's Ricky? Ricky looks a little fishy. This is so silly. It's just confirming your own beliefs in the easiest, laziest way possible. And to not even grapple with the idea that this is a sign of things to come 
and that this is among the worst things that a society could have to face is just so ignorant and silly and childish and fearful. I don't understand. I really, really don't understand how people can be so lacking in soul and character that they don't even see something like this as wrong. They are eliminating a viewpoint on purpose. And of course, they can only mess with certain accounts because the really big ones would get them in too much trouble. So they go after the small and mid-sized ones like mine. Places where people have actual connections. I don't know, man. I am, I am so, so pissed off. I was uh, really pissed off last night, too. And I don't know how this gets better. I'm hoping that my account access will be restored without delay. But I have a feeling it's going to be at least Tuesday, if not long after. And it's not hard to see what's happening. They're telling us what they're going to do. They're talking about taking over the White House, blocking routes in and out of airports, shutting down Washington, D.C., shutting down other cities. These people are crazy. They want violence. They are hell bent on this situation becoming a civil war, it seems. My goal this whole time has been to avoid that situation, which is why I'm primarily concerned with making sure that Trump wins in a landslide. Because if he does, that's the way that we avoid the worst possible outcomes. But they are really trying to make the worst possible outcomes happen no matter what. And that's scary, man. Um, I'm rather exhausted, so I'm not going to uh, go on for too long about this. But please go follow at Parler or uh, Cloud Hub or Rumble, whatever. I'm just telling you that's where I'll be. And uh, I'm not stopping shit. So, well, also, obviously, I'm still on the other Instagram. So that podcast page at I'm Your Moderator on Instagram, I'll be posting regular stuff on there and I will be doing that until they kick me off. It's funny, you know, I said that I was going to get kicked off a few weeks ago and, and I was half joking about it, but here we are. It's so much fun. I'll be back tomorrow. Same reasonable time, same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Listen to hopes fall. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm Your Moderator.substack.com, where you can donate, 
or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!